0: Hello, and welcome back. I'm Silveta Rosa, and I'm a brown girl, and this is the Brown Girl Chronicles. This is a podcast aimed to discuss topics framed around my life and about how these topics intersect into the lives of people around me. I'll be starting a special summer series where I highlight some people on and off campus. Today, I'm speaking with a rising junior who is staying in Ithaca over the summer and recently performed in the One Minute Play Festival this past weekend. She's here now and will introduce herself.
1: Hi, I'm Roni. I'm from Maryland. Yeah, I'm an acting major. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so,
0: can you tell me a little bit about One Minute Fest and how you got involved in it?
1: Yeah, so it's... a lot of people have heard of 10-minute playfests and shorter plays like that, but this is taking it to another level, and it's one-minute plays. They go to a whole bunch of different places all around the country, and they try to hire or um, get plays written by local playwrights. So this was 60 plays by people mostly based in the Ithaca area. And um, yeah, they're all exactly one minute or less uh, with a lot of the like Ithaca theater community involved. Some people who've never done theater before, some people who are like old pros. Um, my friend Tyler, who just graduated from the theater studies program at Ithaca, uh, is working at the kitchen theater this summer and next year. And so he asked me to be a part of it and I love working with him. So for people who don't know
0: much about theater, why is this theater company so unique?
1: One minute play or yeah, kitchen or like the woman at play Um, I guess it's, it's giving a voice to a lot of different playwrights all at once, which is very cool. Um, playwrights of different backgrounds and experience levels within the theater world too all get this is something that was emphasized this weekend is they all get the same um, space to have to say what they want to say like none of them are over a minute they're all given the same exact time frame and presence on stage no matter if they've been working in the theater for like 50 years or if they like are just fresh into the world and I think that's really cool Um, yeah and it's always I think important to support new playwrights um, people who are making new works and trying to get their voices and their perspectives shared.
0: And you said it's also like the people acting in it like
1: that are from different like mm-hmm.
0: experience levels.
1: Yeah it was like really cool to meet a bunch of people this weekend who like one person's like yeah I never acted before <laughs> and then um, like people who've been performing in this area for a really long time are doing different kinds of performances like are more music based or whatever and all coming together to do something we all enjoy and just have fun for one weekend and like I was on the younger side of things I thought I would be the youngest person there because I'm 20 but there are a few 18 year olds um wow. and then there are people who are not that age <laughs> <laughs> And then more seasoned... More seasoned... Folks. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, like, so interesting. Just, like, you know, chilling in the dressing room backstage with, you know, people who have been married, like, 30 years. Yeah. And then me, who am not even close to 30. Like, <laughs> I wasn't alive then. <laughs> and just, like, getting to... In- like, I was talking to my group, my own group a lot, which were a lot of people who were either in IC or just graduated. But I also was making connections with people who I wouldn't usually um, just like go up to on the street.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like those spaces are so interesting. So I did um, like musicals in high school, but I was yes, in costumes. You did. I, w- I was not on stage. Okay. But it's just like the whole theater um, vibe. It's just like being part of production, like you really become a family. Oh,
1: totally. Um, That's, like I love that in high school of, because um, now it's like I know the people who I'm going to be doing theater with most of the time when I do a production at IC. But in high school it was just cool to have all these different people like come in
0: mm-hmm.
1: who like know that they could find a group of people there despite whether or not they even like doing theater. A lot of people just did it because they knew that there would be like friendly people, friendly yeah. places.
0: And this is like an extension of that, and you're yeah. connecting with community members, mm-hmm. which I think is also like great. Anytime I can do something and connect with people that aren't my age, because I feel like sometimes, especially being in college, you kind of get stuck in a bubble with like, all you see. Yeah, all you see is like people your age, eighteen and, like, going to the, twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, going through the same things, which isn't oh. bad, because it's nice to like relate to people. But it's also nice to like, like you said, talking to thirty-year-olds who are married and like having a whole life, mm-hmm. like. This is a peek into the future, like, I know seeing what else
1: you can do with <laughs> no, your No, it's life. wild. Um, I, and I got so many um Facebook requests afterwards. I was like... Making oh. friends? It's like I, like, talked to somebody for, like, a second, and they fa- I think that's cool, like, yeah. getting to see the community that we have our school in and connecting. And I also think that sometimes people don't even think of the college kids as, like, part of the Ithaca community, but mm-hmm. we so are. We're, like, super integral to it. Yeah. So it's nice to also, like, I guess for them to meet... Um like the people who kind of take over the town yeah. for most of the year. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about
1: the plays,
0: what plays were you a part of?
1: Um, so my – they called them clumps. Okay. Um, I was clump 10. We were the last clump <laughs> to perform. <laughs> um, we did six plays, and I was in four of them. Um, one was by Sam Hurley, who – she graduated last year actually and I got to like like she's one of my friends and I got to work on a play that she had written when she was still here um and she came up and visited and that was super fun our group our clump sorry um (laughs) was like about um technology kind of and communication and so there were a lot of like based on that so Sam's play was about using our phones and how like kind of making fun of the fact that people are like it's so bad to use your phones when it's like part of our lives now and mm-hmm. like not a big deal or it's not as bad as it seems um like we're all pretty okay with the fact yeah. that we use our phones a lot of the time it's not a topic that should be that pressing anymore um but then
0: there are those people that are like you need to unplug like yeah a certain amount of times during the day or and whatever.
1: like why not but also like we don't need to like judge people for mm-hmm being on their phones like we were all like whenever we'd like have a break like we'd be on our phones for a little bit or we'd be talking we had a lot of communication but um and we like one of us would make a joke being like ha ha look at these young people on their phones we don't know how to connect but it's like a joke at this point to me yeah. because I why not like, like there's another world out there that you're connecting yeah. with and we're connecting in different ways it's yeah. not all bad that like- I feel like you use social media so well <laughs> <laughs> seriously like yeah like what a good way to inform people and figure out stuff that's going on like someone could like look at you and be like oh my god she's on her phone all the time but like you're learning things yeah i try to use so ronnie's
0: um (laughs) referencing my instagram story which i try to use as kind of a platform to talk about the news because i feel like i'm a journalist Mm -hmm. the news is like my thing um and like i like to highlight important issues because again like we're young we're not always like in tune with what's happening Mm. but i feel like through social media like through twitter like there are so many good debates and like talks going on about what's happening in our country facebook i see people always sharing like articles and then with my instagram story i'm always like trying to put like those little videos or like Mm -hmm. informative little like not memes, but kind of infographics yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So just people, at least, if they have the two seconds that they're looking at a story, at least they're learning something. And it's
1: seriously so helpful because it's, like, at home, my parents read the newspaper, but I'm not going to get newspaper delivered to my dorm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it is nice to, like, have so easily accessible all these topics that, like, are important.
0: Yeah. So that's what I try to do. So what were the three other plays
1: that you were playing? I... the first one I was part of I can never remember the name because it's so long and funny so it was by um, Tom Dunn and it says it was called I have some very good opinions about this and it was basically two actors in the middle of like a performance kind of um, of like waiting for Godot like something super cliched that um, a lot of people know about not everybody but um, and then an audience member interrupting in the middle to be like I have some like opinions about this and it's kind of like in small theaters or even very like it's something that a lot of like it's like an inside joke for the theater world mm-hmm. of like um
0: just audience members disrupting yeah what's going like on. disrupting and like being like
1: um i actually like here's the thing is i like <laughs> he has this line that's like i was sharing an opinion engaging in civil dialogue i have a phd in thermodynamic nonlinear molecular reintegration and like you know like that thing that's just so like yeah so niche so niche and you're like uh okay (laughs) we're all smart okay in different (laughs) ways um so that was fun um yeah then the technology one i was talking about i was uh lyra van cleef stefanen i probably butchered her last name worth the risk and that was about like four people just trying to connect um like having some moments of not connecting and then mm-hmm. trying to like reach out to each other and like in her stage directions it says each wants simply to be loved which is really sweet and then this really hilarious one by Tom Seely called my dog <laughs> which is this person comes out on stage and is like has anyone seen my dog and it's just like three people completely misinterpreting and interesting the person is like like really have you seen my dog it's like brown white spotted And then I was like, oh, it's been spotted. (laughs) And and it's just like we took it to be like all of our plays. We just decided to take it like to the next level of Mm -hmm. craziness and just silliness. We were like all together, probably the youngest group. So we decided to just like go, you know, like like have fun because a lot of the plays were touching like really like serious topics. And sometimes like even within the serious topics, they were finding more lighthearted ways. But Mm -hmm. ours was like less so that so we just decided especially since we were also the last group performing like just to be like fun and silly and just like on a good note yeah enjoy like I don't know I love getting to just like go for it on stage Mm -hmm. like there's not a lot of other times I really can do that and so getting to do that with another group of people like a whole group of people and just like being as out there as we can like you can only you can't only do that on stage but I don't know that's what life offers me wow (laughs) Um, and I
0: think it's so interesting that all these plays are one minute like you said so all these topics are so different and Mm -hmm. you get to like fully explore that within this minute obviously if the play was longer um, you could really dive into these topics Mm -hmm. but it's I feel like it's very masterful to see someone like complete a whole idea within one minute and you see
1: it like hit the audience you can I mean hear it backstage or when we were watching during tech like you were like Oh, that hit, like even though that was just a minute.
0: Yeah. You really felt the You're emotion. like, oh,
1: like you got exactly what you were supposed to get out of it. And that's like really cool that <laughs> you can yeah. make a statement so quickly. And for people who don't know, how long are plays usually? Oh goodness. <laughs> you I mean like I would say like an like hour and a half is a short one. Okay. If it's a musical, like you could be verging on like Two, two and a half. Like, yeah. things, <laughs> that stuff is long. And so, in total, ours was like an hour, and that's still short. There was no intermission. It was just straight through.
0: And that was 60 plays.
1: Yeah. Wow. Just one right after the other.
0: Just going like rapid. Yeah, fire. yeah,
1: exactly. Like, that's so crazy. It's like you don't truly have time to process all that you see, but like you think about it. After. Like, afterwards, yeah. I was like, you're like, which ones kind of stick with you? And mm-hmm. it's different for everybody. But right. Like, that was. we talked about that as a group too like people were like raising their hands talking about the ones that stuck with them Mm
0: -hmm. and like you said you did like in your clump you did a few plays Mm -hmm. and I was wondering maybe you didn't have a process or
1: you did but like how did you get into character for each play um I don't know if I I wouldn't say like I have a specific process and it was definitely less nerve-wracking than when I perform in a play and like feel like oh my gosh, I really need to dive into this character. (laughs) And this is just, like, since we were deciding to go so absurd, like, every time, if I just decided to, like, ramp it up to level 10, like, I have to immediately. There's no time to even think about it when you're, like, you walk on stage, you have, like, three seconds between each play. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's, like, a quick switch.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, really lending yourself to the, the surroundings of that world. And you have the rest of the actors doing the same thing so you just follow along kind yeah. of like trying to one-up each other in silliness
0: and I feel like people who haven't done theater haven't been around theater like they don't realize the energy that like backstage so I can imagine like when you're switching like the energy gets oh really God. high like yeah after. and it's so interesting because I know when actors come off stage they're kind of processing like their performance mm-hmm. but if there's, no, being, time. there's, yeah, no, there's time. no time yeah there's no time which is really nice because next. I
1: think sometimes I get so in my head after I perform and I'm like I mean it's good to be self-critical and figure out what you have to do better Mm -hmm. but you don't want to like beat yourself up about it or get stuck in that so when you have no time to think about what you did (laughs) yeah that's kind of nice it feels low stakes
0: yeah Mm -hmm. high reward
1: exactly (laughs) high reward low stakes high reward (laughs) low stakes high reward um and you said you
0: were an acting major so I just wanted to to dig into that a little bit and ask you why why acting why did you choose this what drew you to this mm. career path
1: I think I've always I've like always wanted to do something in the arts that's sure, that's how my brain works and I love books as you know so yeah like, <laughs> um, and so I just like storytelling I think and so getting to tell a story without having to use my own words all the time but getting mm. to tell somebody's story that's what I love about it um and like I've been doing like theater stuff since I was little even if it was just like performing with my friends for our parents at dinner while they Mm -hmm. were like hating it but we were having a good time (laughs) like that stuff and I don't know I couldn't imagine myself doing something else besides theater like when I and I think there's so much you can do with it it's a pretty vast world and it affects things to me at least yeah yeah it's definitely um an interesting thing because I feel like I love TV
0: shows and movies, but live theater is just like something about the energy, like mm-hmm. knowing that the actors are right there. Like, my first Broadway show was Wicked, and I oh was my just God, like, so good. I was in love with like just the songs and the passion, and you can just feel all the energy. And it's yeah, just like, they
1: put their all on the stage, yeah. And it feels like I feel like really good theater for me. Um, it feels like you're a part of it. Yeah. And, like, that is the coolest feeling to be in the audience and feel like you are a part of something that you can't totally feel Mm -hmm. when you're watching a screen. Right. Like, when you know that these people came out and they put the work in and they're feeding off of your energy. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, that's the one unique thing about theater. It's, like, the audience... Like, although the the actors are going to act and go mm-hmm. through what they have to do, but they really feed off the audience. So totally. if you have a good audience, like, oh my the God. show is just so it's much electric. greater. And you can feel it, mm-hmm.
1: like, on stage and in the audience. You can feel that something, like, magic is happening, which is really yeah. cool. I just, ugh, ugh, I love it. Theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Theater>. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> um, and one thing I also wanted to talk mm-hmm. about um, is have you faced any challenges being in theater or just acting in general? Um just like even auditioning for roles or like yeah. getting roles and I know like you haven't done I, I don't actually I don't know if you've done anything professional but no <laughs> <laughs> I Not know some. Yet. I know some people especially like looking into hot like looking into Hollywood like a lot of it's women hard. yeah oh it's, my god yeah 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 it's hard for women and then especially like people of color and mm-hmm. just like oh my god
1: trying to get all the diversity yeah. in their, Um. and like you know that it's changing but it's so slow yeah And it is, like, because, I mean, even, like, within, like, I don't know, I feel like, like, I've, like, done, have, like, had a lot of rejection already, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, young, and I know that's part of the job, but it still sucks, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, having friends, like, in the, quote, like, real world, like, auditioning and doing their thing, like, it's so, and hearing their stories about it, it's so, like, crazy, (laughs) um, and hard, and, Like, you do see these, like, casting calls that are, like, super sexist, super racist, and you're, Mm -hmm. like, upset that that's the world that you're going into. And then people, you have, like, an older generation being, like, that's just how it is, suck it up. And then you have, like, the change makers, I feel like, coming out and being, like, but we get to make the, we're the next, we're, like, the ones who are about to, like, take over this whole industry. Like, we can make the choices on how this is it doesn't have to just be how it is like Mm -hmm. we don't have to just submit to being like that's how it goes that's how things go that's like the worst excuse for keeping something the way it is oh that's just how it's been done like that's the worst excuse why why has it been done like challenging that yeah and like something really cool that my friend Lydia who's also an acting major like kind of um helped bring to Ithaca and is like helping inform me about is um it's called Intimacy Directors International, and it's about... Um, is it a program? It's, like, a company that is... There's, like, people have heard about, like, fight choreographers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and this is about directing moments of intimacy on stage, because that's a huge problem if you hear about, like... Yeah. The whole, like, Me Too movement. So much of that right. <laughs> comes from the theater world. I think people think of, like, our bodies as a commodity, which... Right. Like, yeah, we're marketing ourselves, but we're humans. We're not products. Exactly. Like, um So it's about on stage moments, um, Mm -hmm. like choreographing everything from like, you know, like even for this one minute play fest, like I hugged um, another actor. But like right before I did it in rehearsal, I was like, is it okay if I hug you? Mm -hmm. And just like checking, having those check ins and like seeing what you don't know what people are comfortable with. Um, And so it's they we actually had um, the the head or one of the founders of intimacy directors um, come in and talk to us. Um, like have a cool workshop for us yeah, um, and that's really important too it was so important because I mean we don't realize it but we can always be making people feel more comfortable like yeah always and, and just by
0: asking the like a question like you said like can I hug you or like totally even if they were like can you just like put your arms like higher exactly. like
1: just totally and like there are like I remember like You know like they're like callbacks where people have had to like kiss each other they were like there's no kissing and callbacks because you don't know these people you're not comfortable yeah there's no reason for that yeah um intimacy on stage is not real like all those things with like showmances like that's just because intimacy is being i mean sometimes you really connect with the person but like yeah often i think there's like you just getting so close to somebody you don't realize that the intimacy isn't real right um but it's not it's Fa- it's fake like everything else on stage we're emulating like real things but mm-hmm. we have to make sure people are staying safe and we're not manipulating actors feelings just because we're doing a show yeah like,
0: and I think that's one like misconception that people get mm-hmm. um that is, is like a job at the end of the day yeah and exactly which is weird because you have you're having this like like it's about intimacy. human connection
1: but it yeah. is a job and you have to treat it as such.
0: Um, I didn't realize that until I started doing theater shows because Mm -hmm. I, like, went to school with these people, and obviously it's, like, different Mm -hmm. in high school. But, like, I went to school with these people, and they were only together in the same spaces when they were in rehearsal. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, you see them on screen or on stage, and, like, they're acting. Yeah. Keyword that, like, they've been a couple or whatever. But, like, their personal lives are very different from their professional lives. exactly.
1: And, like, for me, I think you can... Not always, but I try to, like that you can make chemistry with anybody mm-hmm. uh, you can make it appear like that on stage mm-hmm. like it's not it doesn't have to like you don't really have to connect on such a deep level with that person to be able to work effectively with them on stage and you shouldn't be expected to and you shouldn't yeah. be expected to step out of your comfort zone with anybody mm-hmm. um, most plays like if you like I don't think it would be detrimental to the story if people didn't have to have as much touching as we think we do yeah also if you think about it, it's really weird to watch people like make out on stage. Yeah. Like go for it for a long time. <laughs> so it's like honestly, a lot of time less is more and we don't think about that.
0: Right. And the other day I just read something that said uh, for Dirty Dancing, that Patrick Swayze and I forget who the
1: Jennifer Grey.
0: Yeah. They did not like each other. Like mm-hmm. they the directors were scared that their chemistry wouldn't come off on like But it's like that movie and like, it's so iconic. So
1: iconic. Exactly. So that's so, just yeah. Because it's a a job at the end of the day. You don't Mm -hmm. always like all your coworkers and you don't, you shouldn't be forced to. Right. Um,
0: But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. And talking about your life and acting and theater. Because I know that's one of your passions. Obviously, you wouldn't be pursuing it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't like it. Um, Also, thank you so much to all the listeners today listening to this episode um of the brown girl chronicles you can listen to this podcast or any other podcast by the ithican on spotify apple podcast soundcloud and wherever those and wherever else you listen to podcasts thank you